You know, it's crazy to me that the more I feel like I'm falling in love with you, the more I'm starting to lose myself. Like, what is that about? I don't know, but don't come up on here trying to play me. But I definitely can understand where you're coming from. So let's talk about it. Hey, come on. Let's all brag different with Nia J and money making sound. You got something on your mind, let's get it off. You know they're going to get you together. So come on, let's get it. Got something on your mind, I ain't sound here to listen If you're employee or a CEO, don't matter your position Eyes wide, ears open, they always pay attention What's that do for a glow when you can shine and glisten? Brag different, brag different, be unique and brag different Shoot for the stars, pretend the sky's missing You might be right, just follow your intuition Don't ever brag regular when you can brag different Hey, 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 it's your girl Nia J What it do, man? It's your boy Money Making Sal And this is Let's, Let's Brag, brag Different, different. So if you're just joining us, we like to kick off each episode with a segment called Brag About It. On this portion of the show, Sal and I share our personal accomplishments as well as some of our listeners' accomplishments. Hey, and our first one up, we got your boy Money Making Sal, man. So yeah, man, I gotta brag, 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 brag about it, you feel me? So yeah, my brag about it is, your boy finally moved out of Richmond, Virginia. What can I say? I'm out of Richmond, Virginia. I'm in a different zip code. This zip code, I'm in Houston, Texas. Guess what, Houston? We got a problem. My boy, too souped over there. You know bro had to go and cop him some cowboy hats, right? Here she go, always putting out my business. How did you know I want my fans to know about the cowboy hat? But yeah, she definitely right, man. Your boy got a cowboy hat. You about to see the flyest dude in Houston with the cowboy hat. But enough of that. Can I get my applause, please? And last but not least, we got your girl, Miss Naya J. What are you bragging about? Thank you for the lovely introduction. So for my brag about it, it's something slight, you know, but it's something I've been wanting to do for a while. And you know what that is? What is that? Work from home. Wow, you got a work from home gig? Yes, I definitely get to work from home and I'm super excited about it because one, I'm not the type of person who knows how to show up on time. So that definitely wasn't working for me when I had to leave the house, warm up the car, sit in traffic, order breakfast and then start my job. Right now, I have the luxury of rolling out of bed, taking my time to get ready and then going into the closet, a.k.a. my workspace. Mm, So that means you got more time for me, huh? And my applause. Wow. Just wow. If you're interested in being shouted out on this portion of the show, feel free to message us on Instagram at Let's Brag Different. Man, oh man, oh man, y'all. I'm glad to be back, Bragheads. I know it's been a minute, but you know, we needed the time off because we had to make that move. You feel me? But you know what time it is, do you? You don't? It's Mr. Storytime. Oh, man, I got y'all here on Storytime with Money Making Sal, baby, and your girl, Miss Naya J. But let's get into it. So your boy just was sitting down, relaxing, all cool, all super some b-ball out in front of school when a couple of guys, they came up to my... Oh, let me stop playing with y'all. But yeah, your boy just was sitting down, you know, laying on the bed. And a song came to my head. And the song was 911 by Wyclef and Mary J. Blige. I know, y'all. That's definitely an oldies. But 
This song just was speaking to me. I don't understand why, but your boy had to listen. So that's what today's topic is about. So for those that don't know the song, your girl Miss Naya J about to hit y'all with her spoken words. All right, can I get a couple of snaps? Don't do that. All right, y'all. So one of the chorus reads, messing around with you is going to get me life. But when I look into your eyes, you're worth that sacrifice. If this is the kind of love that my mom used to warn me about, man, I'm in trouble. I'm in real big trouble. If this is the kind of love that old folks used to warn me about, man, I'm in trouble. I'm in real big trouble. And then the chorus goes, someone please call 911. Tell them that I just been shot down in the bullets in my heart and it's passing through my soul. Feel my body getting cold. I'm done. I'm pretty sure you guys didn't miss that portion of the show, but you know, he definitely tried your best. The haters gonna always hate. Y'all know y'all like hearing that, but let's go. All right. So as you mentioned, that song did inspire today's episode. So why don't you talk about your interpretation of that song? You know, for me, it's crazy because when I was a kid and I was listening to the song, the first thing that came to my head is like, yo, what is going on? Like, is this guy hurting this female? Even though I was watching the video, y'all, the fact that he was saying somebody called 911, I was like, she must be in some real trouble. And they keep saying I'm in real big trouble. But now, you know, being at the age that I am right now, it made me realize that to me, what he was saying in the song that he's so much in love with this female that he's willing to lose and give up everything for her. He's so deep and he realized how much he loves her that he's asking for help. His way of asking for help is saying, can y'all please call 911? But what about you, Miss Nigel? All right, so my interpretation of the song kind of aligns with how you viewed it, but I also took it to be that they both have a level of awareness where they realize that they are both too deep in love, where it's becoming scary, where it's becoming alarming, and that they feel like they're in trouble. So it's just more so they don't know what they're becoming or they're aware of what they're becoming and they're not liking it. You know, that was a great answer, I might say. I know, that's why I said it. But moving along, throughout this episode, we're going to be discussing ways you can lose yourself in love and ways how you can identify knowing yourself enough not to be lost. I guess it's time for me to take out that notepad, huh? Pretty much. So what's one way you feel like you can lose yourself in love? One way I feel like you can lose yourself in a relationship is when you start focusing on we so much that you start forgetting the word I. And at the end of the day, you're your own person. And your partner is there to compliment you and to make you be a better person. But you should not always need your partner to be there or feel your partner present so you can be your own person. At the end of the day, you got to maintain your own identity. Mm. I definitely like where you were coming from, from that perspective. But it also makes me think if it's kind of twofold when we put the notion out there of losing yourself in love, because essentially that term it can be positive as well, can it? How do you figure? I mean, losing yourself to love is like losing yourself to a feeling. And that feeling is of comfort, safety, warmth, protection, and support. 
So in that regard, there's no problem with losing yourself in love because you found your person. You found an extension of yourself out here in the world. And I just feel like the way you were putting it, it was pretty much like losing yourself in love is negative. But I understand how it can be a negative. But I also want to highlight how it can be a positive as well. You know, it made me think about I know we all go through it. The whole happy weight thing. Right. So it's like. When you're in a relationship, you start gaining all this weight because, you know, y'all start going out or, or you know, your mate, they trying so hard to keep you in their corner that they making all their best dishes, you know, from snacks to, you know, regular food. And you can start being insecure. And the reason why I brought that up is I feel like that's also another way of people losing themselves because I'll be hearing a lot from people that, you know, I only gain all this weight because of this person or so-and-so, you know. They were saying yes so much that they wound up forgetting who they were or what they was doing there. And then they start feeling some type of way or blaming the person. At the end of the day, we got to remember that we can make our own choices. Nobody has a gun to our head. Mm, And that brings up another point on how you can lose yourself in love. And that word is compromise. Another point that is also negative and yet positive. Okay, to explain. Yeah, so what I mean by that on how it can be a negative or positive, I'll just start with the negative where you're just overextending yourself. You're engaging in things that you wouldn't normally necessarily engage with, but you're doing that for the happiness of whoever you're dealing with at the time. So you just keep giving, 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 giving. Just eventually, I would say in some regard, hoping for a positive outcome. And that's negative because at what expense are you continuing to give? Now, it's positive because it's also like you know how to give and you know how to take. It's a whole balancing act. So compromise in itself, like anything else, if if it's too much in one way, it's going to have a negative outcome or you just have to find the balance. No, nah, that's definitely a fact. I feel like with anything in life, whether it's relationships or anything, balance is something that we all need to practice on. You can't have your seesaw going all over the place. Mm, I do like that analogy, the seesaw, the balancing act. But it also makes me want to add on to that immersing yourself in love or losing yourself in love. If we're going back to the positive regard, it's essentially a test of your commitment, a willingness to step outside of yourself and accept the love that's being bestowed upon you. I like that word bestowed. It just sounded so I don't know, but y'all get the gist. But essentially, it coincides with the ride or die mentality. And I know a lot of people don't like that concept, but it is a fact that essentially when you're deciding to love someone and give love and receive love, you're going to be tested. And through that test, you'll find out if you're losing yourself, compromising way too much of yourself, putting someone else before you, or if you're just giving what you're receiving as well. You know, that ride or die mentality, I definitely remember that because I remember me asking you that question because growing up, it made me feel that you need a ride or die chick. If you don't got a ride or die chick, she's not the chick for you. And what I mean by that is at the end of the day, let's just say you did something bad. You want to make sure that your partner will stand by you no matter what. And at the end of the day, people got morals. People got principles. So can you really get mad at that person don't want to take the fall, don't want to be there or don't want to be around bad things that you got going on? Mm. Essentially, ride or die to me is the equivalent of like 
not to be that person, not to come from somebody, but it's just like stupid in love. Like you're just following blindly. Like you're going to ride till the wheels fall off. And you know what happened when them wheels fall off? That's why it's called die. And listen, listen, I like to believe I'm a vampire and that I ain't going nowhere soon. But I definitely ain't going out uh, because love is blind, right? You know, for me, it's crazy that you say that because I feel like, like you said, a lot of times... A rather die chick, it don't always have to be bad, but it definitely has the word die in it. And I used to feel like, I know a lot of times people ask this, but God forbid if anything happened to me today or tomorrow, would you be able to live your life on without me? You know, honestly, sometimes people don't want you to be able to live or move on without them. So essentially, are you really living your life? I would say so, because I feel like that concept is more like you lost the love, not necessarily losing yourself in love but if you have the capacity and willingness to love again then you can okay okay i see what you're doing there so with all that being said let's move on and talk about ways you can know yourself enough not to be lost and i find this portion of the show funny because i feel like we recently had a conversation about this do you know what i'm talking about oh i definitely know what you're talking about so guess what i'm blessing y'all with another mr story time so let's do the night so boom i'm just out here you know about to get up and start grinding you know making some money right so mentally i don't feel like doing it and i'm like yo honestly today i just want to relax i want to stay in the house i want to chill you know spend some time probably you know cuddle a little bit maybe get lucky later just saying but anyway i'm like yo at the end of the day i don't really feel like grinding today but I already know how much I need to make for the week. You think I should go? And guess what she would say? Ain't no guessing. I know what I said. And what did you say? <laughs> it's going to sound bad, y'all, but I will identify ways like, what's the point of you really going to do that? Can you not do it another way? That's a lot of time you're going to be losing from the house. Like any point that I could bring up so that he could stay in the house, I definitely brought it up. And man, I know, y'all, that definitely sounds toxic. But it's definitely crazy because, like she said, at the end of the day, mentally, I wasn't fully there and I didn't want to do it. And it's like one of them things where you need a yes person or you need some verification. Like, yeah, please say yes or no why I shouldn't do this. And, you know, at the end of the day, it can just be that one percent. You'll be like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. So that happened to me a couple times. And she'll be like, and like she said, she'll bring up them points. And I'll be like, you know what? You're right. I can do it another day. So. I'm just going to stay in the house. And guess what, y'all? She go, yes, I got my nug, my nuggy duggy. But the crazy part is the last time that I did that and he ended up staying in the house, he looked at me with the like most serious face and was just like, you know, you're supposed to be my partner. And even if I don't want to do certain things, if you know things need to get done, you're supposed to encourage me to get it done. It's not in my character to turn away from working or grinding and things like that. But it's because I know you want to spend time that I give up those things. And I was just like, wow, because I thought it was important for us to spend time. I didn't realize that what I wanted was trumping how he would normally navigate. Mm, guess it's about to be some real good changes. Y'all. Your boy about to maintain money making sound, baby. But in the same token, you should have always been maintaining it and not using me as your scapegoat. I mean, honestly, like you said, I feel like it's twofold. Even though I was using you as a scapegoat, 
I also mentally didn't want to do it. So that extra push you gave me, it just made me jump off the cliff. You feel me? But we're not going to stay on this topic too long. Right. Because that transitions to the next point of knowing how to maintain your independence while in a relationship and setting those boundaries, 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 boundaries. Yeah, we know she had to say it three times. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Yo, because I feel like my boundaries have been getting crossed and that's because I've been allowing it. So now I got my own story time. So pretty much I feel like not to tie into like gender norms or things like that, but it's also like Sal going to say I don't do it, but he just feel like I don't do it the way he wants to do it. But I do have a very nurturing and catering mannerism about myself. But I feel like sometimes I overextend myself just to make sure that I'm taking the load off of him. And I feel like at what expense did that cost me? So I say knowing yourself enough to not let those boundaries get crossed. Like it has no reflection on how much I love him. It's more reflection of how much do I love myself? How much am I going to save for myself that I don't lose myself in trying to do things for him? So I feel like boundaries set them now. Mm. She says she take the load off. Damn, my back's still hurting. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm done with you. But anyway, we say all of this to say that communication is king, queen, jack, and jill, and all of the above. And so what we mean by that is pretty much communicate everything. When you feel like you're falling too deep or you're immersed so deep that you're losing a sense of identity, you're not knowing who you are, anything negative pertaining to Losing your independence should definitely be communicated if you're in a relationship, especially because love is such a beautiful thing and you don't want it overshadowed by all the negative and the lack of boundary setting and everything that we discussed throughout this episode. Nah, that's definitely a fact. Love is a great thing. So like she said, definitely work on the communication. And that's something that honestly that we're still doing. So don't think we perfect and we out here giving the best advice because at the end of the day, it's still things that we have to revisit or we or you might have to say once, twice or maybe a hundred times to your mate until we finally get it. Notice I said we. I mean, if you got to say it a hundred times, they wasn't listening to other ninety nine. Why you even let it get that far? See, that person don't have no boundaries. Mm, mm, mm. So with that being said, I definitely got a question for you. Let's hear it. So do you ever feel like you lost yourself in the relationship? And what was that experience like? I feel like throughout this relationship, it's been six years now. I feel like I lost myself several times within a relationship, but I feel like in different ways. And what do you mean by that? So when we first got together, I know you always like to throw that in my face because I mentioned it that one episode that I said, oh, I was going to make sure I fed you everything. So you gain weight and everything like that. That was outside of myself. It was that whole, um, you got to do things to reel them in and then you got to keep them. And then I just fell off the ball. So all that time that I was bringing you lunch every day, making sure you had dinner every time you got off of work, that was outside of myself. But it was new and I was just trying something different. But looking back on it, that was not even me because like looking at it now, how often can you even get me to cook? Definitely not often at all. Exactly. So that was one way. So I say that to say, 
I feel like in different stages of your relationship, you're going to naturally try to do things differently because you're essentially always evolving. You're growing. So the things that you may have done before, you don't do now and you're constantly changing. So when I say, oh, yeah, I feel like I lost myself in different times, I'm not necessarily saying that it's a negative because we're changing and it's like, a robot or a program, essentially, like you're taking in all this information and you're seeing what sticks and what works. Like, it's just the process of life. Well, that's definitely crazy for me because I feel like I heard that a lot. A lot of people I was around or, you know, some family members there, but, yo, you're not the same person. Like, you different. You changed. Like, I feel like you lost. Like, and I feel like people get to that level either they don't love the they don't love a person the way you love your person. So at the end of the day, you might do things that they don't do for their person. So for them to see you do it, they be like, mm, you're definitely lost or you're not the same person. And I say that to say at the end of the day, love is a great thing. So if you feel like this is what you're doing to be happy and this is truly yourself or even if, like you said, you might learn to be different or do different things and Doing different things and finding changes and becoming a, a better person than you once was is always a great thing. So forget what the naysayers say. Just do what you feel is comfortable. They're not naysayers. They're haters. Oh. Haters. Where my haters at? Where my haters at? Man, so let's wrap up the first episode of season three. Could you believe that? Season three, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a review, and shout us out to your friends and your family. Because man, I brag, man, I brag, man, I brag different. Until next week, brackheads. Bye. Bye.